Carlsbad. People, purpose, and impact. An essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I'm your host today. And I'm excited to have with me Dan Daniels, and he is the owner of iSoft Pull, American Credit Systems. Are, is that right, owner? That's right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I was doing some research and checking up a little bit on on your background and the company's background, and um, it's pretty clear that you came from a sports background before you went into business. Sure, yeah. I grew up here, right here in Carlsbad and Oceanside nice. and played in all the community sports around here. Yeah. And uh, you have a passion for sports. I mean, all your analogies about this stuff, uh, you, you talk about Gretzky and Jordan and all these guys. So, tell us about that passion. Yeah. Well, you know, growing up here, um, obviously, I was, I was a youth and I wasn't really involved in business, but I was always on a team sports, whether it was baseball or soccer. I mean, when roller hockey became prevalent back in the 90s, I was doing that. And so, I was always on these team sports and I was lucky enough to have a role models and coaches that always taught us to you know, to, we wanted to win, yeah. right, as a team. It wasn't sure. just winning to win, but it was winning as a team. And yeah. so I was really focused on that as a kid, and I think that translated well into business and yeah. later on in life. Yeah, very cool. So uh, that was kind of, you know, part of your youth, but then you went off to law school. Yeah. And uh, at that point, you're going into law school. Where were you envisioning, you know, that you thought, you might be? Did you think you'd jump into owning your own business right away? Or did you think you'd do some kind of different version of that with law? Sure. So I actually, I went to Maricosta College. Uh, When I graduated here in high school, I spent some time finding out what I wanted to do in life and went to Maricosta. Then I went to Cal State San Marcos. And that was in 2010. Mm -hmm. And so 2008, 2010, I graduated and the the economy wasn't really booming. I I didn't know what I was going to do in life. And So I wanted to further my education, and I said, hey, let's go to law school. And so I really didn't have – I want to be a sports agent maybe, gotcha. you know. Okay. Um, but then when I got into law school, I studied securities and corporate transactions. Okay. I took a couple of venture, venture capital courses, okay. and we had to do a lot of drafting and a lot of writing, and it wasn't my thing. And I just yeah. – I, I found out I didn't want to be a practicing contract attorney. So when I came out of law school, um, I didn't I didn't become a lawyer. I, I went into banking actually at Morgan Stanley, and then I was at Merrill Lynch for a little while and figured out I didn't want to be just a cog in a wheel, sure. right? And yeah. wear a suit every day and wake up at six and go read the paper and whatnot. Yeah. So I just quit. And uh, well, and I think you know that's part of what school is for. That's part of what our early life experiences are for. Sometimes to find out what we don't want to do, right? I mean, yeah. that's just as important as figuring out what we do want, you know, early on. And that all led you to starting a financial software company. Yeah. So tell us what how those that journey from those experiences to starting iSoft Pull. Sure. So it was um, Christmas of 2016. And I was just sick and tired of waking up in the morning and putting the suit on. And I was just tapped. And I told my wife, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but I think I'm going to quit on the second. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, I support you. And she was a teacher. She's a special education teacher. We had minimal savings in our 401k. And sure. she uh, 
she supported me. Yeah. And so I literally didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. And my buddy had worked for a another company that was in a similar space. And I had the tenacity and drive to start a company. He had a little bit of background. And so we hit the, we hit the ground running. Wow. Now, our uh, audience doesn't have the benefit of, you know, seeing us today. But I'm going to let them know that you've definitely left the suit behind. You look very relaxed and comfortable today. <laughs> you've been able to achieve that goal big time. Um, just having fun. But um, so you started, you guys ventured off and started this iSoft pool. So I'm intrigued by it just from the little bit of research I've done. But um, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about how it works and and then what makes it you know special and we'll, we'll get into some of the benefits for consumers and businesses, et cetera. Sure. So I guess from a business standpoint, I guess a lot of listeners are probably in business, yeah. right? What attracted me to the software space and the credit space is it's a residual business, mm-hmm. right? So when we close out the books, Q4 this year, we'll do, you know, um, a couple hundred thousand or a hundred thousand in sales month one without having to make a sale. So, so that's what I really love about the business side of it. Sure. It's stable. We're in year five and that that's what I wanted yeah. is a, is a residual business, sure. but the the problem we solve for our company um, is mainly for consumers and the businesses that they serve. So consumers have a problem that when they want to apply for a loan, yeah, they want to know how much the loan is going to cost and what the terms are. Mm-hmm. But the banker or the lender is going to tell them, "Well, you need to apply." Yeah, and they're the consumers like, "Well, I don't want to apply." I want to know what the terms are before I apply. Right. And then the banker goes, well, I can't give you the terms until I know your credit score. Yeah. I don't want to give you my credit score and place a hard inquiry and give you my social right. until I know the terms. Yeah. So there's this back and forth. There's this problem yeah. that's on both sides. The yeah. consumer isn't ready to buy, yeah. might not know you and don't want to, they might not want to apply. They might not want to give you their social. Yeah. They're just shopping. Yeah. And so they're reluctant to move forward. And so they walk out the door. And the business owner on the other side, he's trying to convert these shoppers into deals. And he might have a lot of leads. Let's just assume that he's got a bunch of leads. How does he know who's got good credit and who doesn't? Yeah. So they spend a lot of time and money and resources on deals that will never get done. Yeah. So that's the problem that our software um, solves. I'm curious, you know, we've been talking a little bit about the journey to get here. Did you stumble into this from the consumer side or from the business side that pointed the problem out to you and inspired you guys to enter this space? I'm curious. Sure. So we actually started in the auto industry. Okay. And we were only dealing with auto dealers. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows auto dealers, a lot of credit reports ran. Right, a lot. Thought it'd be a good, good space. Absolutely. And then what I did was I got sick and tired of cold calling. And I was like, I'm going to figure out digital marketing. There's got to be some way to do it. Everybody else does it. I was a cold caller by heart, by nature. And I figured out Google ads. Yeah. People would search. And so I'd hang up an ad, particularly for auto dealers. And then solar guys started asking about the product. And bankers and mortgage and dentists. And through talking to hundreds of businesses, we, I mean, over the past five years, we've identified probably 10,000 companies we've talked to that yeah. all have the same problem. Right. Irrespective of their industry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's start, how we got into it. So you got into it with auto and it's expanded um, into the others. But even I want to go even one step before that. 
like when you identified the problem because you articulated it really well, the problem you solve, did, did it hit you because of the business perspective or from the consumer perspective first? Where did it hit you first? I'm just so it curious. It was the business perspective. The business perspective, yeah. yeah. The, the, the consumer perspective didn't really hit me until I did a thousand presentations or my team did ah. and started identifying how can we solve this for the consumer. I mean, yeah. I just wanted to make a sale. Yeah. Startup company, 2017, quit job, no no yeah. money coming in, relying on my wife's check. I want to make a sale. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's what intrigued me first. Yeah, so you saw the business side, the challenge the businesses were having in this space. Because as a consumer, it, it's flat out annoying, the system right? that is out there, you know, as a consumer. Because it's like you want to you wanna find out what kind of terms, what kind of – is this affordable for me? And they won't give you any info unless they run your whole thing, which is going to hit your credit report. It's, it's flat out annoying. Sure. You and know? like if – let's say – it's being adopted now by the major players. Like if you look at a American Express or Capital One, they have now, if you go to their website, you'll see get pre-qualified, yeah. see if you qualify for the points card or the gold card. Mm-hmm. They'll lead you in the right direction. Yeah. But these big banks, they have direct relationships and developers with the bureaus. So they go to the bureaus directly. Yeah. But it's the small, the small businesses, the, the highly fragmented segment of the market that we talk to. Yeah. Right. So we we solve that problem for the small businesses. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So from the business perspective, if I'm a if I'm a company who wants to check credit on potential customers, how does how does it work if I'm using your software? What what do I what am I doing and what am I getting for it? Sure. So all you need is a customer's name and their address and their written permission. This isn't a product where you do it behind the scenes. So just like when somebody would go online and apply to get pre-qualified for Capital One, let's say a solar customer is one of ours. We have a lot of solar contractors, and they're bidding a house. They're going to install the solar panels on the house. They can't get the job done unless the guys get financing. Right. Right? So he's going to spend two hours bidding the job, and and maybe it's not even qualified. Yeah. So with the customer's... Name and address, they input that into our system. We have an API to all three credit bureaus. And then it returns back their score, full credit report, the same exact information that's on a hard pull. It's just a soft credit check. That's amazing that you can get, as the business, you can get the exact same info using your service that you can from a a hard credit pull, but yet you haven't dinged them, you know, and and that's amazing. So... I'm talking today with Dan Daniel, the owner of ISOF Pull in American Credit Systems. We're going to pause and take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back to continue our discussion on his great resources for business and for running credit. So we've talked a little bit about what businesses do um, and, and how businesses can use this. You mentioned a couple of the niches that are, you know, auto and solar, but but you're into mortgage lending. Sounds like it could be sure. a big one. And and what are some other lines that you guys are into for helping? Uh, personal loans, business loans. Um, we're still in auto, uh, real estate, even a real estate agent. I mean, you might think they're not the lender, but before they court their potential sure. buyer, should I, I've got 50 people that want to buy a home. Who should I talk to? Yeah. So it's really fragmented. Those are the those are the high yeah. 
yeah. you know, high profile solar contractors, roofers, mm. um, anybody that relies on their customer getting a loan, even if they're not the one getting, giving the loan, right? It's just, you're saving them time by helping them create a financial profile, so to speak, before you invest a lot of time on your part. And they're doing the right thing by the customer. Yeah. So before they would say, all right, let's send you to my four different lenders. Yeah. Now you got to fill out four applications. You have four hard pulls yeah. and you got to talk to four other people. So with our software, it enables them to look at their FICO score and say, all right, this is a subprime guy or this is a paper and give them to the right, the right person. So you're doing the right thing by, with your customer as well. And so you're, you're streamlining the process. Yeah. You're pre-qualifying in a sense. Um, that sounds like a, a fantastic service. So I noticed on your website that it says real-time info. So, so this is like up to date. It's not like... I'm I'm amazed by that with it not being a hard pull. Sure. So the difference between the credit report is not the underlying data, right? A credit report is a credit report. Um, The difference is in the intent of the applicant. So if the applicant is saying, I want to apply for the loan, then they're going to do a hard pull because then they're going to lend money on that, right? But if they're saying, if I did apply, would I be approved? They're not actually applying right now. So the bureaus came up with this product called a soft pull Mm -hmm. where we could give the same data for a different purpose. So it's not to replace a hard pull. You'll still get the hard pull done down the line. At some point, yes, you have to. Once you have the terms and agree on the terms. But at least we can have a meaningful discussion and I I can get you a good quote without having to get your social. Like for a guy that's cold calling on the phone and wants to do a refi. Right. He doesn't know them. They don't, they're not going to give up the social. I don't know you. Right. But I can do a soft pull with your name and address, give you good terms. So it really breaks down those objections and barriers. Yeah. Oh, fantastic service. So uh, another thing that caught my eye when I was researching on your site, it talks about um, doing on-site inspections for businesses using iSoft pull. Sure. Talk to us about that. So we can't just give anybody access to credit data. Yeah, right? makes if you sense. Can, believe it or not, a lot of people inbound, we're inbound. We don't do any cold calling. People call us mm-hmm. through our digital marketing. They want credit. Yeah. We need to verify that the business that we're going to do business with and give them access to credit data is the actual business Legit. And, and doing it for the right reasons. Yeah. People call us and they're just wanting to pull scams. Maybe they might yeah. want to get a credit report. So... Uh, we're a national company, okay. and so we have a, a third party that all they do is on-site inspections, oh. and they'll go to a place in Missouri or Alaska or Puerto Rico, nice. verify that they are who they say they are. They got a sign. They got they can store credit data. They got a paper shredder, right? So there there is some underwriting and due diligence yeah. we have to do, sure, um, to make sure that we're given the keys of the castle, so to speak, to pull yeah. credit to the right people. Well, it's good from the consumer side to hear, right? That sure, you're going through that much. Um, you know, due diligence on your part before you engage somebody as a potential client. And it makes sense, but it, it's, you know, it's nice to hear. So that that's great. And where's the future of this going? Where do you see it going? Sure. So um, I see soft pulls in every loan. Anytime somebody transacts for a loan, they should never have a hard pull done first. Well, and I think that's the future. Yeah. Is and the adoption rate will come soon. Currently, we do about 1.3 million credit reports a year. Okay. Um, 
But I think that every loan should have a soft pull done because it's the right thing for the customer. Yeah. Right. They want to get the terms without having to do a hard pull. And yeah. and they should. Yeah. They shouldn't have to fill out a 45-minute application just to find out they're not qualified. Yeah. Right? So that that's the idea is that between every loan, there's a soft pull first. And it's all done digitally. Yeah. So just like Venmo. I mean, even my mom Venmos now. Right, she's right, right, 70 right. years old and she's sending Venmos and Zells. Yeah. And exactly. so this is, we're talking financial technology, yes. right? And that's, that's what this is in the credit space. Sure. Um, when we think about financial technology companies, we don't necessarily just think about banks like Starbucks now, believe it or not, is a huge financial technology company because people are making deposits in their app, uh, right? So if you're uploading 50 bucks into your Starbucks card, now they have 50 times 10 million. Now they got 50... $50 million. Yeah. So they're a financial technology company. Uh, didn't think of it that way. That's a good point. So all these companies, all these loans will be done online. You can get pre-qualified uh, for a root canal. Let's say you don't have insurance and you, you want to get your kid braces or whatever. Sure. Um, you can do pre-qualification right there on, online without having to affect your credit. Yeah. Very cool. Um, you had mentioned that you guys did, I think you said $1.3 million. Yeah. And do you know, I don't, I'm curious if you know off the top of your head, how many, like countrywide, how many credit polls there are a year? Like, is it like in the billions or I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you that. Yeah. It's Our, gargantuan. Yeah. So for every credit card every, every car loan, every house that's sold. Um, yeah. So it's just massive. People are lending money on ski passes for mammoth, right? Um, so we could go to take your 1.3 and multiply it by 10 and still be probably scratching the surface. Yeah. And that's what I really like about this industry that we've shifted to. So if we just stuck in auto, well, there's only 20,000 auto dealers. So our market cap would be mm. just 20,000 auto dealers. Sure. But since we deal with every business that deals with lines of credit from a valuation standpoint and a market opportunity, how big is the pie? Yeah. It's, Huge. it's massive. Yeah. Right. So you pair fintech residual income and a huge pie. And I think we're in a good position. So you're based back here in Carlsbad where you grew up and uh, you're you're moving this cutting edge technology in this space out there. So how big is your team? Small and mighty or is it already growing? How big do you got right now? So we have six employees. Nice. We're based right here on uh, Palomar Airport Road. We yeah. were at 12 before the pandemic. Yeah. We had a small layoff. We were really growing, growing, growing. And then it just, right. no on-site inspections. Yeah. You literally can't do an on-site inspection, right? Yeah. Luckily, it was residual. Yeah. Interest rates were low. So we we're doing a lot of credit pulls. So we just, last year, we kind of paused. Yep. And then this year, we're going to ramp up again. And be building back up. That's exciting. That's very exciting. Well, as you grow, we hope you stay here in Carlsbad and continue. You know, when you need more space, just find a bigger space here. Sure. <laughs> and keep it going. Um, and, and did we miss anything that you want to make sure people know about your service and, and what you guys have to offer? I don't want to miss anything. Um, our website. Yeah. If you wanted to reach out to us, you could find us at isoftpull.com. Uh, Instagram, isoftpull. Mm -hmm. And we're located right here. We're having a launch party for our new software that we're releasing. We're doing a new rendition of it, and that'll be on the 15th right here off uh, Palomar Airport Road. You can get the information of, of December, December. Okay. so in a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, 4.30 to 8.30, we're doing a ribbon cutting with the nice. chamber. Nice. And we'd invite the community to come out. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. I, I think um, it's it's so fun seeing innovation come into you know spaces where – 
a lot of us maybe didn't think of it before, but you're, you're innovating in a space that brings benefit um, to both consumers and businesses and provides a great service. So that's exciting. I want to just thank you for taking the time to come and share with us today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.